Hello and welcome to the Great Escape Pod, where each week we delve into the lives of British expats living abroad. As ever, I'm joined by my expat co-hosts Owen. Hello. <laughs> Ryan. I'll do. And we are also super pleased to welcome back our good friend Sally. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> Much appreciated. For any first-time listeners, myself, Ryan and Owen are three Yorkshiremen. Sally, meanwhile, is our token southerner from Sussex. And we made this pod to chat about what it's like to live abroad from our point of view and to hear what it's like for you out there listening in too. So, first and foremost, how is everyone? Yeah, how are you, Owen? <laughs> I'm mildly concussed, I think. <laughs> I was trying to get socks out of the drawer. I'll come clean. I smashed the sock drawer. On the way down, in a moment, I wasn't thinking, I was a little bit stressed from a couple of things that were happening at work. Give the, the drawer a right clatter, and ever since, I've felt a little bit dizzy and slightly slower than usual. <laughs> and that's, Slurred as you said that. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it has been a bit one of those, so yeah. It's uh, alright, a little laid back pod for you tonight. There we go, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, just gonna let, just sit back and just let you guys do all the, the good stuff this week. <laughs> Did you get your socks afterwards? Yeah, I did, but then I changed them because yeah. But this is this is the, this is kind of the the nightmare that has been my day. You ever got a pair of socks out, went into the kitchen, straight into some water, got them wet. <laughs> nightmare. Had to go back uh, to the drawer. Already had PTSD. Had to look back at the drawer that I just swiped myself with. Go back in it for another fresh pair because I don't wear wet socks. It's not. It's not bad. <laughs> I'm that type of guy. <laughs> it's not like go see a doctor you bang your head that bad, is it? No, no, no. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't know. If it, it you tell me. If you're like, feeling this as, way as tomorrow. As the pod develops, you guys can judge for yourself whether I need to do <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not much to report. Um, went skiing on Sunday and on the first run of the day, um, a skiing instructor, which I'm surprised about, went into the back of me and Whoa. snapped my pole in half. Whoa. A ski instructor did a that? Ski instructor. <sighs> That's him fired. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't a ski instructor. Maybe he just said it. Did you instruct him to pay for a new... I was like, well... <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he goes, oh, that was my bad. And I was like, well, yeah. And, and so I just stayed there because I was in a bit of shock, mm. having been, like, strewn across the mountain. And then and then he goes, oh, well, you could take my number and I could get you a new pair. I was like, well, yes, because it's ruined. Yeah, I can't, like, You could take my mountain, number. Weirdest chap. Get a yeah, new yeah, pair, yeah. all right. Sounds like... Very suspect. She, not an instructor. It's one of those YouTube pick-up That's one of his best tips of make first contact. Is anybody is anybody hidden in the bush recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would make a great video about the sounds of it. Yeah. It sounds a lot like Gwyneth Paltrow's incident on the slopes as well. She got bashed into oh the back God, of and then she, she took him to court. So yeah. I well, hope you kept pa- his number and his contact details because <laughs> yeah. they might come in handy when you take it to court. Yeah, that's true. Because Alpine Code says you have to... Like, Alpine you- Code... <laughs> <laughs> Which I read, yeah, I read You definitely did your research yeah. No, this was before. You have to avoid people in front of you. And he did the opposite of that. He snapped my equipment in half. 100%. It's because when you're skiing, it's not 
Like it doesn't matter. Like you have to just be aware of what's happening oh, right, right there and then. Yeah. And as a street ski instructor, this guy should have known that. He know, he should know the code. So <laughs> what what are his credentials? Is he a ski instructor a ski on instructor. that mountain? Well, like, no, he was like, oh, I coach there. a ski team. Like oh, the, um, he's he's trying, he was carrying actually oh, this massive drill. He's actually like, try, he's trying to chat you up, Sally. <laughs> all this Why has he got a drill up the mountain? When he was finished talking about his drill and his and his ski instructing business, did he see if you were all right? He he was, I mean, he like was like, yeah, the person no, he just ran asked. over. He literally wasn't asked. But then conversely, later on, actually the last run of the day, then I was going down the same slope, which I just think I shouldn't do that anymore because I fell over. My skis then come off, really hurt myself. And then this really nice ski instructor like came up to me and was like, "Oh God, are you okay?" And I was actually crying. They're doing a big bad cop, good cop thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then her entire class came and skied round me. So there was like twelve people, and I was crying. So I just put my goggles back on and was like, "I'm." Got to get back oh. on that horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something that so, sounds like a terrible day. It was a rough skiing. day. Rough down the slopes. So the yeah. full recourse, so we can just kind of, you know, I want to be able to sleep tonight. Are you going to get a replacement skis? Can uh, skis well, off these um, guys. You know, yeah. I, do you know? I'm just gonna. I don't want to deal with any awkward logistics of meeting up with him. So um, I'm. i gonna. I bought a pair. I'm just gonna say this is how much it is. Please transfer me. With immediate effect. That's good. That's a good tactic. Yeah, actually, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And you've got the lawyer on speed down just in case. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there might be more money to be had there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make a claim. I love that. Right, blame, complain that you I once bumped into the back of a, a um, an elderly lady in a car. And Ooh. Then, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was in Stoke on Trent. Just I was going to about five miles an hour. It was in traffic. Little bump, but I felt bad for it. So she pulled over. I pulled over. Made sure she was all right. Made sure she was okay. Went to Asda. Got a bottle of orange juice, bottle of water. <laughs> Sued me for whiplash. So, <laughs> that, that hasn't affected me in any way. Shape or form. I just hope that you got she that lawyer on speed dial. After she got the orange juice. After she got the orange juice. After I waited with her. <laughs> Don't, Don't like pulp. Don't like pulp. Yeah. Like pulp. I'll see you in pulp. Maybe. I don't You've know. only got yourself to blame then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was in the wrong. So, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't going fast, did it? Was she, yeah. was she, did, you, did you check if she was all right? Or were you just yeah. like, yeah. Just like yeah. I, I don't care how you feel right now. I just know you need some orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a ski instructor. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your number. Yeah, Ryan, how's your week been? In my week, um, yeah, pretty quiet, to be fair. I'm going through... Uh, the logistics of uh, applying for permanent residency at the moment, so it's all uh-huh. a bit, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. So it's a few sleepless nights. Like, am I staying or am I going? Um, yeah. But yeah, I've got all my ducks in a row. <laughs> Which one? Because we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will be calling it <laughs> from now on. Uh, it seems positive, um, but until like the, the I won't say sign on the dotted line, but I don't actually know how it works. But you don't. You just don't know, do you? How, There's what, a lot of grey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much grey. Well, this is it. Well, like I know. Well, yourself gave me a lot of advice way back, and as did you, Sally. Owen, you gave me nothing. Um, but <laughs> didn't need to. I didn't need to exactly. I got but, just grandfathered into the country. So <laughs> no problem at all. Yeah. <laughs> By way of Hillary's grandfather. No, no. Just grandfathered in. It's like you kind of come as part of. I don't know what the term means exactly. I don't think that is the case with me, but common lord. I don't know what you call that. I think yeah. Just think common lord in. 
yeah. common law didn't you? like a good citizen it's like so, a Canadian citizen sponsoring your right to be nah, here do you need like proof of uh, bills Absolutely, living together yeah, and all a, that stuff it's quite a rigmarole you got to get through it's madness so for, for those who know me on this podcast you'll realise that obviously I'm a bit sloppy with the details and this application is just Not when it comes to explorers yeah very very true but yeah. this the whole process is just 100% it's all detail oriented so any piece of messaging history you have with your partner you have to submit oh, wow. like uh, any kind of like email correspondence <laughs> stuff that, that could get messy yeah. no, no 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 not obviously this is that, a, not after text. first date <laughs> just any correspondent of like a professional manner so like emails about rent like we obviously pay the rent together so it's like emails about rent e-transfers so anytime you've sent the money like with notes on the e-transfers and ours were terrible because some of mine was like here's rent boob just some <laughs> random like you know little f- f- you wacky e- notes do you email Hillary on the regular? no and that's the problem so because we didn't have a ton of correspondence together that was like in like a, of a formal note you have to like go through your Instagram basically all oh the God. pictures we had together we had to send, oh, submit them I think it's like DMs <laughs> <laughs> all the pictures we had together we had to submit and on the back you had to put when it was taken and then you had to get written statements what if from, you don't if, what if you're not a photo taker th- this is it this is it because you have to submit photos and you also have to submit like family uh, so people in your family in her family had to say like Owen's a great lad so like <laughs> obviously like I get on with her family wonderfully but yeah. like if we were, like, if you were close with your family or whatever, then that would be really tough. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of elements of it where it's like, I didn't know what I would do if I... And we submitted everything. Bear in mind, we submitted like two years worth of evidence, mm-hmm. all this financial stuff. They came back and said, we still need more stuff. Okay. So after that, we were we shut the bed because we were like, well, we don't have any more proof that we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like our love. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like, yeah, it was, it was an absolute nightmare. We had to go back through all our e-transfers and basically like the notes on our e-transfers we had to enlarge and like we had to go to the bank and ask like for all our financial information so all our checking account stuff for like two years and then like circle the stuff we thought was like joint payment like it was just an app like people say PR is bad common law's meant to be easier but it didn't feel easy did you end up having to go to like the border and like scouts on a I love Hillary (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Promise. Yeah, she wouldn't do it. <laughs> it was... You must have passed with flying colours though, because you're here. So yes. Well, finally, we, we got it done, but it was uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough process. I kind of at some points I kind of thought maybe it would have been easier to just do PR because I, I only didn't do PR because I couldn't be bothered with the West email, like getting your degree and stuff transferred because mine's yeah. such a Mickey Mouse degree. Like I don't know if they'd have it. What you said there about the having to have picture evidence of years being in a couple and stuff mm. takes me back to when I lived in China because I was living in this like apartment and then the landlord who didn't live there Chinese family they wanted their son to go to the Beijing school that was in that district but they didn't live there they lived in a different province yeah, yeah. but they needed proof that their family lived in my flat so they got me to take all my stuff out of my room for the day <laughs> go in the living room <laughs> meanwhile they got baby toys baby clothes baby pictures <laughs> put them all up in my bedroom my bachelor pad <laughs> and, then, and then took pictures of the father with the baby on my bed in my bed sheets <laughs> what were you taking the picture no, no. this is so surreal I, while you were just I'm sat just in there the living room mouth. sipping a brew while they're taking snaps of their family portrait in my bedroom that's madness and then when they were done 
they left and I got my bedroom back and I hope he got into school. But that's also but like, wouldn't that be like weird picture governments like quite a scary authoritarian what if they like, I mean, found if you out you the right in this big scandal? I find the idea of just photo evidence worrying. Like Sally said, like some people just don't take photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's weird. Like why is it in school? If like, they came to our, to my flat to double check that that was the case, yeah, you don't. The shock on their face <laughs> and they see single mark. Quick growing. <laughs> I often think quick grow into yeah. a different. Episode. He's had his wheat mix. <laughs> yeah, I often think with stuff like that though, like a lot of it's just to test your level of commitment. Like a lot of the PR stuff seems like that. It's it's almost the Canadian government saying like, look, we're going to put you through this hell because if you come out the other side of it. You, it's likely that you probably want to live here. <laughs> so it's like at the end of the know, day, it's, it's, kind of it's like putting you through ring. It's one guy on the board, or, or lady on the board, just looking at it, having a look through, and seeing if you're right or wrong, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like a team of people. That's what I heard anyway. It's like one person's. It's just, it's just feeling on that day. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's pretty subjective. I think. Has anyone had any? Because I, I had one leads us on like I had one instant when 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 we were doing it when I was doing my renewal after my first year here it renewed for two further years before I did the common law and stuff like that yeah and I was at the border I was allowed two years but the border agent would only he's like I'm a, I can only stamp you for one year and so I was like well no like I, I, I'm allowed like the, the I've got my IEC thing that says I can have two and he was like I don't see anything on my system so I'm gonna stamp you for one year oh. or you can go home and I don't stamp you at all he was like oh. one of those border guys yeah. that you just you don't want to see this guy no and he was just being an absolute asshole and took me through it and I was like I was sat there with Hillary's family in the car like waiting oh. for me to get all this they just thought it was a quick border hop kind of novel experience <laughs> like getting the English guy back in yeah. suddenly like I might not be coming back to that <laughs> yeah. so, do you want like, no years mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, take a load of photos now <laughs> like it's funny to think of now but when I was back in that situation it's like the difference between one year or two years like I might not be able to get employment if I can only prove I'm going to be here for like yeah. nine more months or whatever Right, especially in like a sales role or whatever. So like it was absolutely terrible. And to fair to that, this guy was just being horribly obnoxious. So I went and sat down, and I was like on the edge of tears. He kind of pulled me back over with his hands. He's like, I did actually see a note, you're good for two. Aww. And I, I was literally Googling like lawyers I could call that would come down to the you know the, the area, like what what's my IC kind of like going through forums and stuff, just pure panic mode, and then yeah, he'd had he saw the note. So it's it's like I could just be pulled away. <sighs> That's clear how different your life would be as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else had similar experiences? No, nothing, no, nothing like that. I think I know someone who did get stamped for one year had to go back to the office at the airport to get it changed because mm. the person had made a mistake and they didn't, no one realised until they were doing the, like the equivalent of the national insurance number, the SIN number. But I think they just got it sorted they just went back. But yeah, the, the bureaucracy and stuff out, like all the paperwork and that. What was it you had to do the other week, Sal? You had to drive somewhere mad, didn't you? What were you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just had to go to Abbotsford to get my fingerprints taken. Then as I was doing it... Oh, you can get that done like, in Canada. Okay. Yeah, so now for your PR, you have to get your fingerprints, your biometrics taken, and for your bridging visa too. But she couldn't get a read on my thumbprint at all. She had to put out a skin condition, even though I don't. I've got what? a perfect thumbprint Just here. a former criminal, so they're all Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if I ever like, steal anything, I could just use this thumb. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> no, there's no thumbprint. Yeah, and yeah. we tried that, so many times. She have just given that skin structure your thumbprint. You'd have never found you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that was a oh, bit annoying. It's also annoying. 
but now I should I should be getting it on June the 12th so so did that cause like a delay the fact that you couldn't give it a thumb <laughs> I don't have a thumb yeah. um, you don't have a registerable thumb <laughs> no she's like we'll just put you have a skin condition and oh. it'll be fine she's well, like, I've had to do this for a few fingers before so just one should be fine I was like <laughs> used <okay>. to it <laughs> yeah. you found that you know what you're doing so. let's get um, it straight it's a thumb not a finger yeah. <laughs> she, she does nothing this woman does yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely but is it like a proper like high tech place or is it like just a dingy no you just walk no 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 but I would just say as soon as you get the letter through that says you need to get the fingerprints go <laughs> if, and get it if yeah. I get the letter Sally if. I might be leaving oh god yeah what's be that be positive yeah, what's, my brother what's and his boyfriend were like on the list for getting PR and they I think they did the provincial nominee programme because yeah. they couldn't get enough points to get PR but they were left in limbo for I think they got told oh it might be 19 months <laughs> before you find out yeah. uh, they've just been living in Canada thinking are we going to stay are we going to go for 19 months it's awful isn't it because like, like just trying to build a life and trying to get a job and trying to get employment when you don't know if you're going to be here next month it's, it's really it, tough that is really I mean tough. I, I was fortunate like the people that I met had been here a while straight away and I was I've kind of been switched on like if, if I don't get it um well, so you can see what happens. It's not going to be through any fault of my own. But it must be so easy to come in like get a bar job because you need money. And then it's, you know, you're a year down the line. So then you start thinking about this stuff and oh, you realise it really probably should have been planning from the off. Yeah. But yeah. Who, who does that? Why is yours so up in the air, right? Um... At the moment, it's quite high for the point, yeah, uh, first yeah, and foremost, that. and my work experience back home is going to count for nothing. Yeah, um, for those who don't know, for those who are listening outside of Canada, I suppose we'll also preface that you, Canada has a point system, so you have yeah. to meet a mark of points mm-hmm. each time you, if you apply for citizenship or permanent residency. I think the bar at the moment's 480 or 490 or something. So it's 470 at the moment, I'm on 440. So like a degree, for example, an agree, a degree would get you like 100 points. Yeah, so it's like a that, job yeah. gets you the basic points. Yeah, yeah, they just look at what, yeah. you, what you've got going for. And you. your age as well. Yep, age comes so in. So what do you hit? You're a young guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Career. Um, so yeah, I've got, got the degree. But they're just like, yeah, but all that aside, you are a bit of a bellend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's being a bellend. Yeah. It's for that reason we yeah. cannot let you in. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Says, That's how it feels. Says on this note, uh, give him only one year, he's a belly. Yes. Um, <laughs> only got one thumb. <laughs> Dodgy. No, I think, I think, I've spoken to a lawyer and he thinks I'll be okay. But like, yeah. I'm just one of them people that panics. So until it gets yeah. sorted, I do not know. Well, it's uh, fair as well because it is tough to be like living on the, the fence of like, yeah. do I, am I going back to it? Like, it's yeah. such a huge change of life. Don't you find it's one of those weird topics as well that you don't really want to bring up with everybody, but you like you want tips, but nobody's got tips for you because everybody's different. Everyone's different. I mean, what we've got four people here? around here who we're all on different visas right now. Yeah. We've all come from the same thing. Like literally, all of us on different yeah. things. One of our good friends, Myron Owens, is here on a set. Our captain at football had to do a backdoor different visa because he speaks French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that said? You got him yeah. through the. the French backdoor. Oh, yeah, the French wow. backdoor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came, came in via Quebec. Yeah, yeah. He'd have been fine on the English and the French test then. Yeah. Uh, he had yeah. a problem with his degree. Like the company that he sent his degree with just didn't get it back in time. So it was, yeah, it was a nightmare. Right, yeah. yeah, a lot of different loopholes. And I think it's actually worse in other countries. From my guy, I think Canada's one of the easier ones. I think yeah. Australia is yeah. really hard. New Zealand, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything. Fingers crossed for your eye. Hope it all goes through. Thumbs crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Identifiable thumbs crossed. Princess thumbs. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to hop over to our regular section, Home and Away, where we pick a topic and we compare 
how it is away from home to back home in Blighty. This week we're going to have a dive into wildlife mm-hmm. here in Canada because it's, it's very, very different to how it is back home. Uh, we have picked wildlife on the condition that Sally said you had a good story about raccoons. Yeah. So we, uh, the, the floor is yours. Broader than that, <laughs> when you go on a hike and there's a sign at the start of the trail and it will say, like, beware, bears, wolves, mountain lions. Like, that is insane. Yeah. And also, I just kind of think, oh, I'm not likely to bump into any of those, so, like, off we go. But, you know, there is a chance. Like, we carry bear spray with us. But, <laughs> like, well, yeah. I don't. That's wise. You should be carrying know, bear yeah. spray, I right? just didn't think people were organised. Do you know, bear, so bear spray is basically, like, pepper spray. Like, you spray it at the bear. Mm-hmm. But I've heard stories of people that have sprayed it on themselves, thinking it's, like, mosquito what? or something. What? No, 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 no. And, no, that is true. an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Who's doing that? Apparently, some German <laughs> tourists. They just start eating honey all the time. Oh, I guess. Because they can't read the... They could read the English instructions, but English and French maybe didn't help them. You have to sign a waiver to get it, too. spray deodorant. They're like, like, bear repellent. But obviously, like, their eyes are streaming. Oh, my God. You hear of of bear spray attacks here in bars and stuff. People come to the bar with bear spray, spray someone, and then do a runner. That's the most amazing thing. Apologising as they do it. I'm sorry, it's political, probably. I got a plush shirt. Yeah, that's the thing. To be well, like it's it's tough though because when you when you come to Canada, you don't realise how prepared you have to be for like mm. small camping adventures. Like I remember Rye on one of our first big trips. <laughs> Rye, we were hiking up a, a mountain which was going to take about a day of walking, yeah. and Rye brought three bags. One of them was just full <laughs> of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it just that's, had so much denim in it. That's a real exaggeration. No, Ryan, honestly, is a Canadian no, taxi. We all, had, we all had nice, no, kind of right. thin packed, we had like food, dehydrated food. Rye, like, had, I don't know, like, dinners in his bag. I like, yeah. yeah, like, tin of corn beef. Yeah, 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 yeah. tin of corn beef. Where did you even get that Pasta, from? Yeah, I don't, nobody knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> yeah, I knew a guy. So, did you have a tin opener with you? <laughs> no. And we just felt so bad, like, we all were carrying one of Rye's big bags. I mean, that, it right. hampered my walk. Right, well, let's just dial this back. Denim is heavy. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Firstly, <laughs> a mountain, so much denim, when you're not going to wear it. That's the worst thing is. And there was jeans, I know you were moving out, so it's like, yeah, get yours out, but. Well, you don't know the bitterness of me. I, I was like, at one point, I was really tired. I was like halfway up. I just unzipped the bag, just saw a couple of pairs of jeans, zipped it back up. I was like, what the fuck has he brought? The only, the only reason you could have brought jeans is maybe to protect you from bears. No. Like, yeah, was it? I didn't... A bear gag? I, I didn't, I didn't plan... Got a trendy for the bears. <laughs> right, I'm going to dial this back a big time, OK? I didn't plan on taking jeans up this mountain. Yeah. I didn't know we were going up a mountain until we were at the car park. I got told we were going to a lake. Oh. It, yeah. So, so you thought lake, lake, fashion shirt, makes sense. I thought... <laughs> I thought... I thought... clothing, jeans. Yeah. I just thought it could be boys in a cabin, having a weekend away, yeah. and then we pulled up at the car park, and they were like, right, it's a 10k hike. I literally just did a marathon two weeks before, and I was injured from it, which you well know. So that was an absolute... Pain. Humble back. No worries. <laughs> Fair enough. It, it, was, was, it, it was a week after a 24. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. It was a mid. Right, it was the middle of May. We took a football up there, and it was snow everywhere. Was so no one was prepared. And the thing with sorry, Mark, please. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He was wearing his marathon jersey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did take that off. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But the, no, the the big thing was that the the literally the night before I'd moved house. So I'd been carting stuff about, and then. 
what, what always happens when you move is you always just find stuff lying around. So you think you've emptied the room out, you go back to have like your last night in the new room, get to give the keys to the new guy on the morning. Found a couple of pairs of jeans in a corner or something like that. So I just put them in the bag and then went straight to the lads who was giving me a lift. Again, I thought we were staying in a lake, so it didn't really matter that my bag was a bit heavier. No one told me it was like a what twelve k hike up a mountain, something like that. Yeah, no, quite, so quite bad cause well. Yeah, yeah, it was. Did, 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 uh, so this uh, is all on Owen then for not telling you. No, 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 no. This is well, not well, on Owen. This no, is no, on no, several no. people in the WhatsApp. Hundred percent. Yeah, this, this was a. Group. It was on Julian, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it was on Julian. I mean, he had just got out of prison. Yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. His head was all over the place. Yeah. It's difficult for his sentex when you if they got one call a day. Did you just? To bring it back to wildlife, did you encounter anything on this big 12k hike? Did Any we? Weird no, because you're, you're never no. going to in a group that size. I, I think it's only when, when me and Hill have gone for like hikes and stuff or like little weekends where we've stayed in there for it. Like, well, you you take like a bear bell or whatever. I never take bear spray because I always just think like no. if there is a bear. I'm gonna be that panicked. I don't think I'll be able to. I don't think I could have the capability to mace a bear. Like I'm just gonna be screaming. You know what, I mean? what What I've heard though is like, if a bear, like I've, I've read up on it, if a bear attacks you, you've probably done something wrong to like intimidate the bear. So yeah. I, I think, even though they're the bigger one, that obviously the most scary thing. I think. I would make eye contact and walk backwards, and they're, they're gonna try and avoid you. It's the coyotes and the cougars that I've heard. Not coyotes, cougars and mountain lions, isn't it? Cougars, they're, they're the same thing, but yeah, they just I've, go for your jugular. They like track you for like miles, exactly, and then you only know about them when they're on the back of your neck ripping you to shreds yeah. and it's game over they're the ones you would but oh with, with the different like rule so with bears you know looking them in the eye and stuff it's different for each kind of bear so oh, like a, a black bear it's this a grizzly bear it's this so you have to like so one rule might not be the same for all is it like is it like mosquitoes you know where like, you, you go out and buy your mosquito spray to one kind of mosquito it's a deterrent to the other they love it exactly. so is it like you're spraying your black bear spray grizzlies love that yeah, and they yeah, come yeah, running to it to be fair if I died in a bear attack I'm happy with that like that's a good way to go you're not don't happy think, with it for the five don't think Janet would happening. be no I mean Janet doesn't want me to die I know that this but... is the thing that scares me the most about this this kind of thing I'm just <laughs> googling percolating. I was just I was just googling a couple of things this is the scariest piece of advice I've ever seen for brown and grizzly bear attacks if you're attacked by a brown or grizzly bear leave your backpack on and play dead yep. lay flat on your stomach with your hands clasped behind your neck spread your legs to make it harder for the bear to turn you over to make it easy for the bear to what turn you over assuming they're just going to be eating your insides remain still until the bear leaves the area fighting back usually increases the intensity of such attacks however if the attack persists fight back vigorously so at what point do you deem it you know, yeah, ready well, to attack it's, back it's going on a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time to fight yeah exactly it's, it's just three rounds that, that's my cue that's yeah. my cue what did Leonardo DiCaprio do in The Revenant I just, that wasn't a documentary he just right? laid there no but he did just lay there and tick so he followed the rules did so he have his legs spread I, don't, I didn't remember that and that's probably why it ragged him for so long yeah. black bears close your legs Leo do not play dead if you're attacked by a black bear just to finish the segment just in case people are in trouble try to escape you're listening right now to, es- to escape to es- yeah turn this podcast off <laughs> don't make it mad try to escape to a secure place such as a car or a building if escape what, what, what in the middle written? of the mountains yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
If I was a bear, I'd be quite calmed by Owen's soft, soothing voice. Concentrate your kicks and blows. Thank you, Matt. Concentrate your kicks and blows on the bear's face and muzzle. What? This is just bad advice. Who's made this up? Who's going to be able to kick a bear's face? They're very well high done, up. If you're doing that. Yeah, uh, you I are mean, right. Yeah, it's a good point. The, actually, yeah. the best. Uh, you looked at me like I would know the answer there. Like, I don't know how to kick a bear in the face. Avoiding the encounter. <laughs> Why not? Be a, be a noisy hiker. Give bears space. Respect a bear's meal. Keep. <laughs> respect a bear's meal yourself. <laughs> You see a bear tucking into some blueberries, you're like, excuse me, mate, they look fresh. Can I, can I have a couple yeah. of those? Can you season that for you, mate? Yeah, yeah. Keep a clean camp. Like the bear. That's, That's true. true. Oh, on that note, yeah. um, so keeping a clean camp, so you have to keep your food far oh. away from you because obviously you don't want it in the tent because you have to tie it up on the tree. Yeah. yeah, right. So there's one I went to where you like... It's you. You basically haul your food up, and it's maybe like three meters. Well, it's not that. High, it's really not that high, anyway. So I thought this is kind of like creating a pinata for the bear, <laughs> if anything, yeah. because they can just stand on their high legs and back that down. Where was it? Elfit. <laughs> well, what you do is you just take a tin of corned beef. That's, yeah. that's that where that's exactly where we went. Yeah. Elfin, yeah. If I was a bear, I'd turn my nose up at corned beef. Oh, my God, is yeah, that the yeah. best you've got? It was at the time. Yeah, it was a bad time in my life, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved. I had no money. But I found like, wrong people by the way well, oh yeah yeah look, 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 people are yeah. so casual about bear encounters here I was yeah. camping last summer and like I'm just washing the dishes at the communal toilets and all that stuff not washing my dishes in the toilet there's a communal sink outside the toilet yeah, yeah. to clarify but like yeah people are like oh yeah there was a bear on camp last night yeah no biggie like oh, what a bear hate that was type of casual from, attitude mm, it's from, so Canadian yeah it's so Canadian it's just another bear I've like, saw I've, has anybody seen a bear I've seen one at a dump no. I saw one on the road to BC I was I, I stopped took some yeah. pictures of it and Hillary was screaming at me <laughs> I got really close because I was like the novelty of seeing yeah, a bear yeah, but you're, tr- you're trying to get common law <laughs> being the bear <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I've seen them they're, they're, they're massive like, there's no understanding them so maybe we saw the same them. one I saw one on the road you didn't see the same bear we how do you know that right <laughs> that's outrageous was he was he munching on some plants on the side of the road <laughs> wow Sally we, we may have seen the same bear yeah he was doing the exactly same guy. that yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, one thing we can say is not just bears, the water wildlife out here, by the way. I've just booked a whale watching tour uh, in May, and I'm yeah. so excited. It's like we're working for tourism, yeah. BC. Well, actually, no, it's not. We've just talked about bears for about half an hour. Yeah, I mean, we're not working for tourism, BC. Yeah, we're, we are independent. Thank you. Uh, yeah. No sponsors yet. <laughs> Might but not get any with that attitude, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Patreon coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> From yeah, the like, trip to Edmonton Water Park. What, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, well, water back to back to what? <laughs> what? What have you seen out here? I've seen I've I've seen whales. I've seen otters. I've seen sea lions, dolphins, and what else did I see? Saw some seals. I was I did the aquarium this weekend. I've seen a seal. Yeah, yeah, a very big seal. A seal, sea lion, is that? Is sea lions are the bigger ones. Sea lions are the massive ones. These are the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. We were on a little seals. boat out in Tofino, and these seals were sea lions. I've seen a sea lion before. Though. They had whiskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sea lion. coming right up to the boat, oh, so nodding cool. on and stuff. It was incredible. I'd love the... to be a water-based mammal. That's about my dream. But also, just, when you... Swing around everywhere. When you take the boats out to... Um, you can take speed belts out from... Uh, where is it? False Creek. False Creek, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you can go past a set of rocks where 
sea lions all jump up and just chill out on there when they just bask in the sun and stuff so you can get the boat real close we didn't realize we were getting too close because the beep is going off in the boat we thought it was just out of fuel but it wasn't it's telling us to get away from their sanctuary what, it's got like a sea lion sense it tells you when you're going out of range or right. too close to the bay or anything like that so you don't crash it but me and my brother were like why is it beeping oh, shut <laughs> up we just kept bombing on out of, out of bounds <laughs> <laughs> then we finally turned around but yeah you can get real up close with these sea lions if you get the boat yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of like water wildlife mm. I'm yeah. bears I'm, they do nothing I've for seen me. killer whales humpbacks and, and, and sea lions I've, I've done it I've done the tours did the tourism mm. stuff it's good there's always those whales down at False Creek as well, isn't it? Like uh, killer whales? Yeah, yeah. They're not always there. They came once last year, Mark. <laughs> well, it's always on Facebook. Whenever, whenever they're down, it's it like they like check into Facebook. So yeah, it was a big thing when they came. No, yeah. no it, it, it scared me a little bit because I invested in a paddleboard last year. So I'm a big, big paddleboard guy now. And when I'm on there, <laughs> I always paddleboard past the bit where you see them. Uh, you know, where we saw them in the videos or whatever that was yeah. shared on social media. And there is something terrifying because you can't quite see to the bottom. You can't see much down below you. And I always just think that is terrifying. Like, the, if you saw a black fin as you were paddleboarding, like, I can't imagine literally anything scary. You're, you're on a black fin. Yeah, I mean, this paddleboard's called black fin. So. <laughs> part of their crew but they might be intimidated by you yeah I mean they would be for sure I mean I think where the whales were spotted for those who don't know was quite a big tourism area like near Granville and that so I don't think anyone was allowed in the water because someone spotted the whales like there was no one just going along in a kayak next to a punch of water yeah but that has happened loads in has it in BC, there's loads of people that have been out on kayaks and like come across oh yeah yeah but yeah that's like what yeah but you wouldn't be on a paddleboard out there yeah you would you would. I've paddleboard out. How far on have you gone? On the black fin, you'd go anywhere. I've, I've paddleboarded like. I've been on the black fin. <laughs> I've paddleboarded like out to into like the deep, but not like. Yeah, but how you can far? still see Vancouver, but like I'm out where you could very easily see a killer whale. Like on really? the on the way back from Third Beach, you have to cross like a large swath of water that. This is very inside Vancouver stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, I'd say we've lost a lot of listeners here. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Anyway, buy a paddleboard. Um, <laughs> or paddleboard. don't. I, I don't know. Paddleboard is great to be fair. I'd say... Your, uh, my time on the, your paddle is so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I also did a bit of salmon fishing this year in BC, which is fantastic. Ooh. It's just, it's lovely, because I used to fish back in England, but you can never eat what you catch, because yeah. it's just a gross pond. But there is there is a, t- a nice thrill to like doing a bit of salmon fishing, where you can so get home and you can... I've still, still got some fishing, bit of fish in the freezer from that. Nice. Quick fire then, what's the best thing you've seen? Sally first? Uh, raccoon outside my window. <laughs> okay, Mark? Uh, I'm ben, hold on. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I've seen whales and a bear. But we do have a very friendly raccoon, which I'll show you a picture of, because he, we're on like the second floor, and he like taps on the window, oh. almost. Little trash panda. And little trash panda. And I have actually, we had like a bit of a bad relationship to begin with because I was so close. It was like three in the morning and I was going to ring the police because I thought we were being burgled. But it was actually they do look like Richard little, the Raccoon. They do look like little Richard. Richard. <laughs> yeah, Dickie. it's Richard. <laughs> because he was doing like laps on the ceiling and it sounded like he was oh. get, trying to get in my window with little claws. Um, but anyway, it was just a raccoon. So I didn't ring the police, thank God, because that would have been embarrassing. Do you, do you feed Richard? No, no, there was a time when he first hung around, he was like very lethargic and sleepy, and we wanted to give him yeah. a blanket and a sandwich, but we didn't. Blanket. <laughs> Richard, bug in raining. for the night. It was raining. He was on the like, fire escape. I've come down to for a cup of tea, you've never offered me a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're not Richard. <laughs> do you, is the novelty of a, of a raccoon still like in force? Do you like raccoons? Because like uh, you speak to the average Canadian, never they have such a distrust them. of them. It kind of makes me feel like I'm Snow White. That's yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're, they're all they, they they're like kind you, of they want yeah, you, yeah, and he wants to come in. He's quite human like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does his like morning cardio laps on like the roof above me. And... Getting fit for you, Sal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing his Fitbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he needs to, yeah. He's just tapping on the window to show you how many steps he's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, Sally, it's gone up from last week. <laughs> I'm a ski instructor. Keeping count of how many bins I've raided tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I like chipmunks. I've got a very soft spot for chipmunks, Ooh. just because we don't get. I haven't seen many back home in England, and uh, when you go hiking up the mountains, they're just wriggling around you as you're having your packed lunch. They're super yeah. cute. Only thing I have against chipmunks is that they wake you up at five a.m. when you're camping with their mating call. I assume. I don't know. Just like first thing in the morning, five a.m. on the dot every night. I went camping. Love them, but hate them. Chipmunks. Uh, no. Are you? Favorite animal. That you've seen at like Canadian wildlife. Moose. Sally uh, would, you know, because we're trying to adapt. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, Sally's just showing us a picture. Picture of evidence. Look at Richard. Fantastic. Richard in his natural friend. habitat. And for the for friends of the pod, we'll release a, a picture of that via <laughs> our Instagram this week. Just wow. So great great shot, to be fair, it does look really cute. Yeah, he's just yeah. leaning on the window like, hey, friend, let me in. We'll have, we'll, have him, we'll have him on next week. Thinking yeah. he should have yeah. like a little spacesuit outfit and become a rocket. Look at those sad, sad eyes. Yeah. I think so. the problem is with a raccoon, like it does oh distract from their cuteness a little bit, just how dirty they are, potentially. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For me, I'm a little bit OCD. I look at that and I think, you're cute, uh, but you're filth. You're just pure filth. And you could be carrying rabies. Yeah, 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 that scares me as well. Yeah. I had to get a rabies uh, vaccine because I, I was cycling. In, in Vancouver in the dark and I was hit by a bat. <laughs> by a raccoon. What? That's what? a great no, wildlife story. I was hit by a bat, not a raccoon. Still, no, still you got hit by a bat? Yeah, I was hit by a bat uh, in the in the sky. And it, it, this was funny because... You were flying in the sky. It was what? two months after the exact same thing happened to my friend. He was biking around... It was s- s- Julian. Julian, He's yeah, been on the podcast. Yeah, he bat. came out of prison, yeah. went for a quick bike around Stanley Park. <laughs> he basically... He was on his bike. He got hit. Two months later, I got hit. I called him. I said, what do I need to do? He said, you got to go straight to the doctors. I had to have three rabies jabs because... There's a big fear in BC because somebody on Vancouver Island died, sadly, um, because they were, they, were, they swatted a bat, uh, and then six weeks later, they're fu- you're, you're dead. But the problem is with rabies... <laughs> no, the problem is with rabies for the, for, for the pod is... The, <laughs> What's for the pod? <laughs> what the, what's no, the problem with rabies? I'm just in general. Can't but catch rabies for, yeah. the listening, can for the listeners of the pod, <laughs> rabies is one of those things where if you don't get it checked and incubate, yeah. a week later you can't do anything about it. If you've got oh, rabies, yeah, you're week dead. two, you're you're dead, and you you're not dead for another four weeks. So it's oh one of those where God. you know you're gonna die and so just have five. four weeks to, to wrap things up. It's like that Morgan Freeman film, isn't it? Where they know they're gonna die to so start doing stuff. <laughs> Which leads me to the darkest question of the pod. You've been bitten. You've got four weeks left. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Sally? Oh, Oh, God. Throw me on the spot. Um, I I can't think. Come on. Bats hit you in the face. No time to think. Four weeks. What are you going to do with it? You're in beautiful BC. Oh, yeah. I'll just go into the mountains, I think. Die in the mountains. Oh, okay. I like that, actually. Maybe take Richard with me. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hand in just hand with Richard. Your, yeah, yeah. Walking into the sunset with a lovable <laughs> raccoon. What a That's just pure Disney right yeah. there. Yeah, it is. I think I'd get on the first flight to uh, 
Disneyland, never been there. Go straight what? to Star Wars Land. Oh god. Got four weeks left. It's yeah. the most boring way the thing to do. Don't go to Disney, Disney. Yeah. you want to die sooner. Well, I'll take that one back then. Uh, I don't know. What did you say? I might fly home and spend it with my mum and dad. Then. Yeah. Okay. That I, would I have would been a better too. answer. I would sure. do that too. Okay. To be fair, Disney is great. I mean, I'm not like. Yeah, but, yeah but not really, because you're just. Well, it's just it. not like last thing to do before I die, great. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, bring my mum and dad to Disneyland and make it more fun. Yeah, alright, there we go. Okay, bring okay. the family. Over to you, Ryan. Right. Mine was lame. Over to you. Oh, um, just get as much football in as possible. Okay, nice. Just, just play sport. Ever the sportsman. Ever the sportsman. Yeah. Do another marathon. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no problem. Rubies, yeah, all right. I could still do a marathon. Yeah. We gave out our email address, and uh, we've had a few people writing in, which is very nice of our listeners for getting in touch. So we thank you very much for everybody who's got in touch with the Great Escape podcast. Ryan has made a couple of choices. And yes. He would like to read them out to you listening at home. So, Ryan, take well, it away. We try and be uh, informative groups. So just a couple of questions. This one's come from James from Burnley. Hi, guys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Caller? <laughs> uh, he's not calling in. He thinks he's on TalkSport. Um, I've gone from a house share with two friends in Leeds to just a room by myself in Montreal. What advice would you give to someone who is used to cooking and shopping with a group, so it must be like a house dynamic, to now just cooking for one? Oh, that's a really good question. I'd say cooking, good one, cooking yeah. batches. Can I? I'll I'll go through my first bit of advice. Slow cooking. Oh, I yeah. I was when I first came to Canada. I was in similar situation. Lived with this like old weird fellow. I didn't really get on with. It was a bit strange. Cooking alone was fairly new to me because I'd had a had a partner back in the UK. Um, and I slow cooking just because on a Sunday you can you can just bang a lot of stuff in a big pot. And just spend the day with it. You get to smell it as you just chill out, yeah. which is fantastic. And if you're lonely, that works, that's nice too. And it's because it's comforting. It yeah. reminds you of the smell of home and gives you, you know, food for five, six days. So, yeah, do you know what I mean? That's just yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just. But I think here they call it a crock pot. Yes. Do they? Or crock pot. What would you do, Sally? Um. Oh, I've never lived alone. I can't imagine it. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I, <laughs> make him feel better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, James. <laughs> no, I like I like having company. So sorry about that, James. Um, cooking for Richard. Yeah. yeah, again, just batches. I'd say just get yeah. a big chili on, get mm. a bolognese going. You save yourself a fortune. Hundred yeah. percent. I say get a spice rack. That changed that changed my life. Get a basic meal could become to a lot more just with two spices. Hundred percent. When I got a spice rack, Sally, I felt like an adult. I can't tell you how good it felt putting the spices in the pots. Mm. I'd say uh, buy buy in bulk and like buy stuff that you can freeze, like a salmon fillet or something like that, so you can put in the freezer and have any day of the week just defrost it. Because oftentimes when you've got like a loaf of bread and you're living on your own, you don't get through it all. So put your freezer, put your bread in the freezer, put other things in the freezer. You can save them and have them when you're ready for it. So one thing I will say, shopping's a lot different as well. You're not just going to one shop and getting everything. You've got to diversify where you go. I've only just discovered the local green grocers, which changed my life. Yeah. It's absolutely changed You're building up a rapport with the owner. No, but we're going to get there. Okay. I hope so. But they just it's so much cheaper, it's fresher, um, but it does take more time. I'm going now, like, i got one place for my fish, i got one place for my pasta, i got one place for my... Um, fruit and veg so it's a bit of a that's on you right <laughs> it saves me money okay. it's, a, it's a little tour around the block but um, I like quite, quite a tour yeah. it's more like a lot of like feels more of a local experience you yeah. source your stuff from here there and everywhere and you feel like you're making a saving so it's worth it if you're from Yorkshire any more 
Um, there was just a message, wasn't really a question, and it was for you, Owen. Um, just said, Can you not do the pod? <laughs> no, no, no. No, it <laughs> Just said, sorry to hear about your unlimited vacation. I was 100% sure you didn't deserve to be fired. If you're ever looking for work in the Yukon, let me know. So there you that's go. <laughs> that's from Carol from Barnsley. Carol, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strong ties to the Yukon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, get in touch with all your questions. You can always rely on another Yorkshire person. So if you want to send in your expat stories in voice message form, please do click on the link. We'd love to read them out here or listen to them even on the podcast. So yeah, please get in touch. If you prefer emails, like. Jamie, like James, James, Jamie, from, uh, James and Carol, and Carol yeah. uh, reach out to us at the Great at Outlook.com and also feel free to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. But I think and let's have a it. couple of those voice clips. Yeah, I'd love a voice clip. Please send, send them in if you get chance. It'll take two scared. minutes. Yeah. I know it's scary to hear your voice on an answer machine or you know on a podcast weekly. You know, it puts us all off. I nearly didn't do it the second week. But, <laughs> you know, you'll get over it. Yeah, and we'll yeah. enjoy it. Please send them in. Uh, We're always happy to help and hear from our people. Absolutely. Our people. Thank you very much, Sally, once again for coming in. (laughs) Top, top guest. Thank you for sharing your raccoon stories and your raccoon pictures. Can't wait to see them on the gram. Yeah, Yeah, Richard will be going up on that. We'll put them black and white. He'll look lovely. Yeah. He looks lovely anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. we'll put Richard on that for sure on the Instagram. 100%. He deserves it. Yeah. All right. So, on to the (laughs) section everyone's excited for. Uh, which is Explorers of History. I generally thought we weren't Last doing but it. not least. We were so quiet, I thought we got Every away. week I thought it was going to get pulled from the pod. Every week it's on. So uh, someone out there is vouching for it. You need to, just as for good luck, you've got to say it's not going to make it in though. Uh, it's not, this one's definitely not. No, definitely not. not. <laughs> this week we're uh, the spotlight's on John Smith, soldier, explorer, author, uh, famous for the settlement of Jamestown in the New World. John Smith was a famous English soldier, ex- author and explorer, as I just said. This gets cut. Uh, <laughs> he was knighted due to his great service to the Prince of Transylvania. He is believed to have had a very important role in establishing the very early English settlement in northeastern America. He was the leader of the Virginia colony, and he also led explorations of Chesapeake Bay and Virginia. Early life. Smith <laughs> was born in January 1580. He attended King Edward... F- Fourth grammar school between 1592 and 1595. He set off to sea at the young age of 16 just after his father's death. He served as a mercenary in France and against the Spaniards. He also fought for the Dutch independence before he left for the Mediterranean Sea. At the Mediterranean Sea, he got involved with trade and piracy. He fought against the Ottoman Turks in the Long War. He is believed we've lost Sally. He is, he is believed to have defeated and beheaded several Turkish commanders in three duels. The reason this was the reason he was knighted by the Transylvanian prince and also given a horse and a coat of arms that showed three Turks' heads. Sir, fantastic! Thanks for your contributions to society, John Smith. Um, <laughs> You were a soldier, explorer, and author, and you were in the spotlight this week. He looks very much, very Transylvanian astute, in that picture. Astute bloke, yeah, yeah, fantastic. All right, Lovely. wonderful. Thank you. Cheers. Lovely. <laughs> Catch you next week. Is John Smith the one off of um, the beer? No, off of Pocahontas. <laughs> we'll keep going. Just one more. Thanks for listening 
our podcast. Follow us on social media. I've got nothing, lads. Anyone want a brew?